You're listening to the Highlighted Podcast, brought to you by All Sports Culture. Welcome back, everyone, to Highlighted in All Sports Culture Podcast. Just Kurt for the intro of this podcast. Wanted to try something different for this episode. Obviously, it's December 31st, New Year's Eve. 2022 is about to hit us, but what an unbelievable 2021 year it was. A lot of fun moments and memories from the podcast. So I think there's around 13 clips that I've kind of generated, and it's kind of my favorite or some of our favorite clips from the podcast this past year. Just wanted to take a trip down memory lane. Just wanted to relive some of those fun and cool moments. So for this podcast, like the title says, and like I just mentioned earlier, it's just going to be some of the coolest and funniest, most entertaining clips uh, from this past 2021 year. There's only, I think, like I said, 20 or sorry, 13, 14, maybe clips. So not a lot, maybe a 25 minute episode, but I think it'd be a cool way to kind of say goodbye to 2021 and welcome in the 2020, 2022 year. We obviously have a lot planned for the podcast and for all sports culture, so make sure you guys stay tuned for whatever content we put out, but here we go. Brought up, obviously, the combine, and obviously that's not happening right now, and you know, we've seen in the past with the whole combine, these like random or weird questions, I think Sammy alluded to it earlier, that people will ask. So weird question, I guess you could say, but Payne, what is the, I guess, weirdest question you've ever been asked that relates to like, you know, some that we've seen throughout the combine or just you know, I guess an interview question that you've had. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've had, I've had a few good ones. Uh, the chiefs had a good one for me. Uh, I think, um, I mean, I had a few good ones. I think, I think the, the most odd, like out of left field, out of right field, one that I've got was last night. My last interview was with uh, the Vikings and they had asked, uh, they were like, uh, well, this, this is a little weird, but uh, you know, we noticed that you follow a lot of uh, models on Instagram. I was like, I was like, what? bro what like y'all y'all are my instagram followers like that's that was, that was that was that was out of nowhere so i was like i mean yeah i mean i like i like beautiful people you don't so you know i gotta i gotta laugh out of the, uh, the gm out of that one so uh but yeah i mean the vikings interview went well, well but that was definitely the weirdest question uh, i got last night so hey they're trying to, the vikings they do that thing they try and catch you lacking them on yeah Let's just let them, let them no go. doubt <laughs> hilarious answer though i completely appreciate that answer. yeah it's a good spot. answer good answer <laughs> they're really digging deep on that one all right let's put it in stone right now who is the 49ers taking who are the 49ers taking at three mac jones i mean yeah saying anyone other than mac jones is kind of going out on a limb I think they're going to take Lance. How's that? I kind of do too. I think they're going to take Lance, sit him on the bench for a year. I feel the same way. I, I kind of I just feel don't. I way. just don't see. It is a lot to give up though to sit someone on the exactly. bench. Exactly, and I, I've said it, it mean, before. It is, the roster is just too good right now. They can't waste a year. Is it really though? Yeah, I feel like they could wait a year. They, why? Their they're roster re- is. They're ready. pretty young. <laughs> they're pretty young though. They're ready, but they're young. At least on offense, they're very young. Well, like, think of it this way. Like, this team is going to be on a timeline till when this team has to break up because they're going to have to pay everyone, obviously. And if you're trying to capitalize with a good rookie quarterback and a rookie contract, 
Mac Jones, I, I still don't think Mac Jones is the right answer. I think Justin Fields is as pro ready as anyone in this class, but like you go for the upside at least more if what your true goal is to get an upgrade from Jimmy Garoppolo. You're locked in a room, right? Would you rather fight all three of us on camera? We all have swords or you're fighting DK Metcalf. He's in full football equipment. Which are you choosing? I got D- I'll take DK Metcalf. Let's go. Oh, really? I'm okay. so kind of honored, I guess. Battle of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. the bellies, I guess. I don't know whoever gets the belly thing, because I know a lot of people are comparing us. And I was like, um, I don't know how you can compare me and DK when we have just polar <laughs> opposite of yes. one ab or, a, or an eight pack. <laughs> I call it the one I ab. I feel that. Over under three and a half QBs drafted in the top five. I'm taking the I'll over. I'll go first. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, I'm just I, I'm taking the over. As well. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you're jumping the gun. PJ. I'm jumping no, the gun. I'll take the over as well. Yeah, I'll take the over as well. I think we might all take the over. Well, yeah, I'm Trey take... Lance is going to Atlanta, so I'm going to take the under. Wow. I don't know if I'm the only one that's going to be doing that. I think obviously the first right. three will be quarterbacks, and then I've been saying I think Atlanta will stick at four, even though many people think they'll trade up, and then I just don't see them taking a quarterback. You mean trade down? Correct. You know what I meant. Um, and yeah. I think it'd be like a, a pits or someone like that. So I'm going to go with three and go with the under. Do you guys think uh, Atlanta is going to trade down or do you think they're going to select a quarterback? I would select a quarterback if I, if I was Atlanta. Um, I, I think that somebody is going to get desperate come draft night. I would bet it's probably Denver um, who's going to try to make a move up to four, but I, I would just take Trey Lance if I'm, uh, no matter, I would take Trans, Trey Lance, no matter who San Francisco takes. Um, I've been a, a staunch believer in four quarterbacks in the top four for since like November, since Zach Wilson really became like a real thing. And uh, it, it's way too late to change my mind on that now. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Uh, it's a tough overrunner because I agree with you guys. I, I think if Atlanta sticks at four, my gut says they're going to go Kyle Pitts instead of Trey Lance. But I do think there's a pretty good chance they trade down. Uh, from four, I think Denver is probably the team to watch out for there, or maybe even Washington or New England can make a huge jump up. Um, so I'm going to, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go with the under because I, I don't know if, if Atlanta is going to get that massive package that they're looking for. I, I absolutely think I agree with you, Peach. I think if they're not taking Trey Lance, trade down because it's not worth staying at four, taking a non quarterback, losing out because that defense has so many holes that Kyle Pitts, a tight end, won't just fix all immediately. So and, um, the whole team is Kyle so Pitts many holes. would not fix the defense. Also, no, the, exactly. The, they're not going to have so many points. The theory would be that Atlanta is – yes, their defense is terrible, but Atlanta has too much talent to ever be picking fourth again, you'd think. And the theory yeah. would be go take Trey Lance. He doesn't have to see the field for two years, and you'll be fine because you're never going to be this high again, and you don't have to trade three first-round picks to get to the fourth pick three years from now when Matt Ryan retires. But you might just give him Kyle Pitts, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but it's not what I would do. Yeah, I've said that in like every single mock draft. I'm like, Atlanta does not plan on being top five anytime soon ever again. And I mean, Kyle Pitts would work as both their Julio replacement and their starting tight end Mm -hmm. because he can play everywhere. And that tight end position is very important in the Arthur Smith offense. So I think they should take Trey Lance, but they'll probably trade and get a haul. So, yeah. You're a big Trey Lance guy. What do you think? Oh, well, if I'm the GM, I'm taking Lance. And I think it's more of just what we've discussed also. I think that Atlanta, with 
you know, like what you're going to get at four, it doesn't really make sense to take like a Pitts or anyone else. I think you can kind of do that later on. Lance makes a lot of sense from that value standpoint. And obviously, like you said, I'm a huge Lance guy. He's the second guy, second quarterback on my board. So I would obviously do it. It's just what I think is going to happen. That's why I'm saying that. I think that Atlanta, it's going to be a situation where like everyone thinks they're going to trade. Then, you know, we kind of saw that with, you know, the Raiders in 2019 with the fourth pick, some people thought they were going to trade out of that fourth pick. They ultimately stayed and take Cleveland Farrell. And then obviously last year, we kind of saw that in the top five, we saw, we thought that a lot of movement could happen. Miami trade up three that didn't happen. I kind of think that's similar to what's going to happen with that Atlanta on draft night. I think a lot of people think they're going to move out of that fourth spot and ultimately they're going to stay. And I really think that Arthur Smith believes in Matt Ryan still. I think that even though, like we've been saying, Trey Lance makes a lot of sense because he's obviously not this pro-ready quarterback right now. He has all the tools and fundamentals to be well. He just kind of has to be in a good position, and Atlanta makes sense. But I think that Arthur Smith's going to look at Matt Ryan and be like, we can win with this guy. And like we've been saying, Atlanta has too much talent to where they could be have a winning record next year. I mean, it was basically a situation where coaching was holding them back. And now they get Arthur Smith, who, if you know, me and Sam have been saying how great he is. You guys are obsessed with him. <laughs> we were on the train really early for we were, Arthur Smith as a head coach. Um, so, yeah, I just – that's kind of my mindset. I would take Lance, but I just don't think that's going to happen. Let's give our finals predictions – um, very quickly, just to lock those in. Um, we'll give Kurt's first. Kurt has the Phoenix Suns against Brooklyn Nets battle the two seeds, um, which I would say that would be an exciting series to me. I love Phoenix as a team. I love Devin Booker as a player. I think it'd be um, a sweep, though, if I'm being completely honest. You think? Yeah, I think the Nets would sweep them. You don't think Aiton would have a field day over there? Not really. All right, well, he's not like a dominant big man. Like, Kurt does have the Nets winning for everyone that was wondering, so yeah. it's not. I, I would pick the Nets as well. Uh, here's the thing. If Phoenix were to go to the finals, I think that would mean that they were playing really well. That's true. So I think that they could probably take a game or two. Um, yeah, but if Brooklyn cool. is – I'm very high on Brooklyn, so it's just I, – I would take Brooklyn too. Um, but, but for my pick uh, – I'm going to go Brooklyn versus the Clippers. I'm going to get, I'm putting my faith in the Clippers again. Uh, if they burn me again, then they're dead to me. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, one last year was just one year. I'm not, I'm not going to say that's a trend or anything for Kawhi or anything like that. I still think it's a really good team overall. And I, I would take Brooklyn though. I would take Brooklyn or probably six games over the Clippers. Okay, let me think what I have to do. Um, man, I feel like fuck. Damn it, injuries! Why'd you have to ruin my pick? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll be basic. I'll do Brooklyn Lakers, and I'll do Lakers and Wow six. Night number one, the best movie ever made. You would never guess this. The Goonies. 
Oh my god. Goonies is my favorite film ever. Unbelievable. I've seen it so many times. This film has the perfect mix of comedy. You're always on your feet because these kids are always doing something crazy. Um, The reason I wanted you to say Thanos is because Josh Brolin plays Brand. I think his name's Brandon or Bran. Does he really? Yeah. How insane is that? (laughs) Dude, when I heard that like two weeks ago, I was was rolling on the floor. Like I couldn't contain myself. This is mind-blowing. So insane. That was in 1985. He was like a 18 year old in that movie. That's that's crazy, dude. And then he goes he goes from the Goonies, the best film ever, to becoming the best Marvel villain ever. That guy's got some story arc, man. He's been <laughs> on top for a while. Good for Josh Brolin. Um, absolutely ridiculous. This film is a classic. So many one liners and everything. Um, it, it's so good. It's hilarious. It's everything you need. Honestly, it's really all you want. All right. That's my number one. Cool. Uh, my number one, I guess, but it's not really my number one. It's The King of Comedy. I doubt either of you have seen it. Uh, it's a Martin Scorsese movie. He made oh, Goodfellas, oh. Uh, Casino, uh, Shutter Island, uh, Wolf of Wall Shutter Street. Island film. Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Yeah, yeah. This movie, this is the movie, it, it stars Robert De Niro. I, I'm not really going to get a plot synopsis because we're running out of time, but if you've seen Joker, Joker literally fucking ripped off this movie. It, it, like Joker took a ton of shit from Taxi Driver and this movie. And Joker, that's why I didn't like Joker that much because it's literally just stealing this movie. And this movie is, it's like a tragedy in the form of a comedy. It's just really like sad, but also kind of funny at the same time. And the final scene, once he finally gets his big moment, because he's try- he's been trying and trying and trying and trying to break through, but not really realizing that he's not that good. He keeps trying and trying. And once he gets this big moment, it's just sad, you know? <laughs> it, it, like, it, like, you'd have to watch the movie to fully understand, but I love this movie so much, and uh, that's why it's number one, I guess, but it's not really number one. But yeah. Respect. All right, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to make this quick. My number one is Back to the Future. Um, the whole trilogy of Back to the Future is awesome, but specifically the first one, which is obviously the best one. It's just the best comfort movie ever. Literally, I think I've seen this movie over 50 times. It's amazing. Um, I watched it, you know, when like, so you know when they go to the future in 2015? I watched, and you know how like, it was like the big day when they like go to the future. Anyway, I watched it on that day, and it was electric. It was awesome. Um, did you go to the theater? No, I just watched it at home. Wow. Yeah, but there's so much to like about this movie. Um, it's just the whole, it's just so like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's not obviously the best movie of all time, and that's kind of what so well, it's a f- favorite. It's list. one of but the it, best it's, of all time. It's just sure. so <laughs> fun. Like, the whole experience of it is so fun. You learn so much about the characters, and even though, like, it's obviously dealing with time travel and they go back to 1955. It's so cool to see what goes on in 1955 and what they do. It's awesome. I love it so much. And as you can see, I don't know if you can see it. I have a poster over there. So had to I do see it. show it off a little bit. Sam has been gassed. He's been waiting for this, I bet, all his life. Uh, it's finally came. Um, so yeah, with that, we'll just get right into it. We'll talk a little bit about game five, obviously, because we didn't get to, but we'll focus on game six and the overall finals because it's now over. Milwaukee completed the comeback, winning four straight, winning it in six. The Bucks in six. 
The prophecy, is- bitches. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Bucks and six. Bucks and six. It's official. It happens. Um, was Brandon Jennings at uh, five? He was courtside. The Raiders are a bottom three team in the NFL. I don't know about three, like, but they're they're bad. That's fine. I don't like. I'm not gonna argue it. They're they're I th- bad. I think them, Detroit, and Houston. Debo, Debo. Samuel, eight seventy five. I'm gonna go over. That's not surprising. I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, he's gonna go over. I like Ayuk better than Debo. What are you uh, talking about? That is true. Sorry, I got you mixed up with Sam. Please forgive yeah. me. And Sam's not even saying over. I don't know what he's doing. I'll go over. I'll go over. I think he'll have more receiving yards than Ayuk. You're smoking crack. I'm not smoking crack. That's you guys hear that? I was impersonating Sully. What was that? I think Ayuk okay. gets more yards. Hot take. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think he has more receiving yards. Right. First hot take right. of the season. Let's go. Ayuk. Ayuk. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, my God. Whoa, FanDuel whoa. agrees with you. FanDuel agrees with you, dude. Let's fucking go. Vegas is down. Ayuk, back, 825. Let's fucking uh, go. Sully, do you want to put... I am... I'm betting Kurt's entire life on Brandon no, Ayuk my, over my AS25. You both are going to get executed because no. that's what's Execute me. Happen. Smite me down right now, that's not gonna happen. I, hey, hey, no, no, no. Here we go. This Friday, we will do a fucking like big hot take thing segment. All right. It's just us, no viewers. It's just our takes. It's just us locked in a room. Oh, I've been doing that. Don't worry. Yeah, COVID um, bully. But I, I, I agree. I kind of want to bet my whole house on Ayuk over. How do you Crazy. not go over 825? <laughs> okay, he will have more than 825. 825? That's, that's literally so That is so <laughs> That's literally 50 I, yards I agree, a game, bro. I agree what? with you that he will have over 825. That is an embarrassing prop. I am legitimately going downstairs right, to get so deep to my I house, and I'm Jimmy going to the bank. I think Jimmy G is the quarterback for a majority of the season. You're smoking crack. Why? Well, it's... Trey so he hasn't been that amazing. So he's right. dude. Jimmy G's not good. Even though I said he's gonna be better than Brady, he's not good. Shanahan's sackless. <laughs> Shanahan doesn't know what he's doing. He Shanahan is a coward. He is. He sackless. is. He's he is a coward. Two Super Bowls. He's stupid. Yeah, Sam. Uh, he's Sam. Sam. Kurt's still, salty. You know he didn't take Mac Jones. Sam and he is, lost he, money on that bet. You know That's what? Why he's saying Sam this. is still um, obsessed with Shanahan. You know it, it'll continue. Course Sam, you, you gotta come off it, dude. It's not, it's not good. And uh, while we were researching, we found this quote from your coach, and I'm sure you've heard it by now, but I'll read it out here for the listeners if they haven't heard already. Uh, so it says, Harrison is extremely skilled and savvy. At 6'7", Harrison has the tools that should translate to the college game. His ball handling and playmaking skills for someone his size is a rarity. He can score from the perimeter, mid-range, and at the rim, and his versatility on the defensive end is what we look for in the recruiting process. He's an elite competitor and has seemingly won on every team he has been a part of. Harrison has an infectious personality, and that will lift up our group. I don't want to put any pressure on you, Harrison, but <laughs> it makes it sound like you're the next LeBron. Like, <laughs> but uh, two questions here uh, based off that. What do you see your role as? at Stanford uh, based on your coach's quote here or just your own understanding. And right. at the next level, and given all the strengths that you were just mentioned by, what do you think you need to work on personally? Definitely. So coming in, 
I've been here for a minute now. I came in the summer after my USA basketball trials. So I've been here for a minute. And one thing I really needed to work on was my like, conditioning. Because I got here, and they were already, like, in the middle of workouts. And then we went to the sand, for, like, running. And I, it, it really made me question whether or not I really want to play basketball. Anymore. Like, that was running us, like, like, no other. But definitely just conditioning and just athleticism overall. I'm pretty athletic, but I also have long arms, so it's pretty easy for me to dunk. Mm -hmm. My role on the team is it's kind of interesting. I guess you would say, I mean, kind of just doing everything, like knocking down shots, scoring when I need to, getting everybody involved, playing defense, like guarding one through five, playing one through five. It's kind of doing everything on the court I can and kind of do whatever my coach wants me to do to win. My number one, Sully kind of alluded it to it earlier, but I kind of cheated. Um, I'm yeah. sorry. But I have Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. I have them both mixed into the number one spot because Peter. I view these I view these stories together because it's it's all tied together by this fantastic show in Breaking Bad that Sully's already gone over about how great it is and how great the writing is, how great all the characters are, how engaging the story is, how interesting this universe is, but it also feels grounded in reality. Um, except for that one little plane thing in season two. Yeah. Um, but then you get to Better Call Saul and you break down Saul Goodman a lot more. And he's just my favorite character. I heard that show is like unbelievable. He's probably my favorite character in like any show ever. And also the main uh, secondary character, Kim Wexler is fucking awesome. The villains in that show are amazing, even though it has, uh, it's, it's, it has like Gus Fring in it. And like Mike is in it too, but it doesn't feel like they're like forced in it. It feels very natural. The show is kind of more, um, it's like half Saul Goodman, half Breaking Bad prequel, if that makes sense. Um, I, I really love the Saul Goodman portion more, but I still really like the Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad prequel aspect of it. Um, there's just such great drama on this show. Everything about it is just fantastic. Season six for Better Call Saul, which is the final season, is coming out next year. That's going to be really good. And uh, Bob Odenkirk is just a national treasure. So is Brian Cranston. This whole universe of Breaking Bad is just fantastic. Kurt, go watch it. Uh, worst bet I've ever had. There's two of them that come to mind. Uh, for sure, the McBrady. I don't know if you if you guys ever remember that, but I had a parlay called the McBrady, and that was this was really the start of my TikTok. Like I guess like rise to TikTok was yeah. the, the named parlays, the themed parlays that people love. I call it the McBrady because it was the Buccaneers money line against uh, who was it? The Packers, right? Yeah. Money Bucks money line against the Packers uh, to go to the Super Bowl last year yeah. at plus money, like plus 170 juicy odds. I love the Bucks in every way in that game. And I parlayed it with fucking Conor McGregor against Poirier uh in the second fight in the second fight that they had minus 300 the bucks were plus 170 connor fucking mcgregor was minus 300 this is the biggest bet of my life because the week before i parlayed chiefs packers money line for like five grand it was even odds and uh so i got 10k back i turned like 300 dollars into 10k over a ridiculous span and uh i i threw it all on the fucking mcbrady and Conor McGregor, never again, ever yep. again will I yeah. bet on that. McGregor's a botch artist lately. Such a such piece of shit. So yeah. McGrady <laughs> yeah. lost ten grand on that fucking parlay. Ten k, uh, worst loss of all time, but the most painful loss of all time. 
was when I was in college, it was a nine team parlay, $25 to win 7K. Uh, and it was basically just nine teams with even odds. Uh, and the last leg was the Canucks money line against the Capitals. The Canucks were up five to one going oh into the God. third period. Going into the third, oh, they fucking lost that. The third fucking period, dude. I'll never forget this. I literally had the soul sucked out of me. Uh, they they go down. They fucking let the Capitals tie the game with like 30 seconds left. Four unanswered goals in the third period. We go to overtime. No one scores. We go to shootouts. You got fucking Ovechkin and Oshie and shootouts. Good yeah. luck. Game over. that. Wow. Unreal. That does suck. With my next pick, I'm selecting Polar Express. Are you oh, kidding yuck. me? Get the yuck. fuck out of here. Are you guys fuck out of here? You hyped Polar up that pick sucks. and it was shit. Polar Express is unbelievable. No, it's so bad. Oh, you guys are going to get absolutely dumb. That movie has... I- I Dude. might actually win by 85%. No, you I might have 85% no. of the, the fact that you go, I might have 85%. Like, oh, I had so much leverage on you. You I can't tell me the Polar Express is a better movie than A Christmas Story. You oh, can't. Maybe I'm three times on this one. I'm you guys curse. close. Because you guys don't have the voice of the people. You guys don't know what you're talking about. The people don't know what they're talking yeah, about. No, you're get, right. Well, I'm going to win every poll. That's all you I care about. That movie and dude, not like no, 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 no. spooked by the people in that movie. It looks so creepy. Sully just took like the big what? name guy out of college who everyone's gonna love, but he turns out to be shit. It's a shit movie. People might agree with you, wow. but it's not good. You guys are really, really wrong. I, the only it's thing I like about the movie good. is uh, how do you think that's how do you name two things bad about the movie? It's just it's a weird. great movie. It's just how is it weird? Movie. It's a, it's a weird great movie. children's movie that I love and I cherish. 